Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who value connection with their loved ones above all else, but are struggling to achieve that connection because they are overwhelmed with trying to balance everything in life. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can enjoy the connection they are seeking. The topic of today's podcast is how to increase your resilience. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is a daily gratitude worksheet that you can use to cultivate more gratitude in your life. It will also help you cultivate more resilience in your life. So I will put the link for you to download it in the show notes. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how to increase your resilience. You know how they say life is not about what happens to you, but how you handle what happens to you. Well, that's called resilience. And I think this is a really important topic right now due to the circumstances going on in our world. We are all in the middle of a very difficult experience, and so resilience will help us get through it. Resilience is our ability to bounce back from setbacks and challenges. And I'd like to take this one step further and add that resilience also means growing from difficult experience. Because struggles give us an opportunity to learn and become stronger. I think we're all becoming a lot stronger right now, don't you? And I'm sure you've been through other difficult situations in your life. And you might notice that we often feel great after coming out on the other side of a difficult situation. And that's because we've built resilience. It's like a muscle, right? So in a way, one of the best ways to build resilience is to experience difficulties and bounce back from them. So good news, girls. You're totally building resilience right now. (laughs) We are all building it right now. Speaker Giver Tully said, persistence and resilience only come from having been given the chance to work through difficult problems. So I just thought I'd throw that quote in there to show you that other people have said the same thing. And I know that, boy, it seems like life would just be easier if we didn't have to go through these little problems, if we could just cultivate resilience without that, but that's just not how life works. So we want to be prepared when tough things happen and The best way to do that is to learn how to bounce back and even thrive through challenges. And that's what I want to talk about with you today, because there are there are things you can do to to grow your resilience, to become more resilient. And I want to talk to you about five of those things today so that you can work on building a resilience practice for yourself. So the first skill is getting a handle on your thinking. Because sometimes during difficult situations, our minds take us all the way to the worst possible scenario. So say your husband loses his job and your mind takes you all the way to not being able to afford groceries and losing your home. Now, this is certainly a possibility, but it is way down the end of the road and it's not helpful for you to be all the way down there in the future stuck thinking about that. What you need And what will build resilience is having a clear mind so that you can problem solve. So maybe what you need to do is find a family member who can help you. Or maybe there is some community or government assistance program that can help you. This could be any of us right now, right? Maybe your husband could take a temporary part-time job. 
or perhaps you could tap into your 401k account, or perhaps um, your mortgage company will let you defer your mortgage for a couple of months, because that's kind of a big chunk. So I throw that one out there. And so these I'm just throwing out like ideas, like when you have a clear mind, when you're not stuck all the way in the future and drowning in that fear and worry, you can be positive and problem solve and find ways to get yourself through this situation. And that's going to be way more helpful to you than being stuck in the negative thinking, right? And the other problem with staying stuck in that negative thinking is that it is going to cause a lot of negative feelings and stress. And that puts you in fight or flight mode, right? So that's not good physically or mentally. And so the first tool is to slow down your thinking and look to problem solving. And so the next tool that I'm going to share is going to help you with that. It's going to help you a lot. And that tool is gratitude. We actually mentioned it earlier, right? I have that free gratitude download for you. I teach about gratitude often because it works. It really does help you shift your focus. The cool thing about gratitude is that it's not pretending that something difficult isn't happening, but it's finding gratitude in the midst of whatever is going on. And that is possible. Let's go back to the husband who lost his job example. Perhaps this family can be grateful that they are all together under one roof, that they are healthy, that they have technology right now to stay connected with loved ones, that spring is coming and so the weather is warming up, the sun is shining just a little bit more. They're saving a ton of money by cooking at home every day instead of eating eating out, right? I would even like to say that this family can be grateful for their faith because they know that God will help them through this. Do you see How powerful gratitude is when we can find, even in a difficult situation, ways to be gratitude. So this, uh, sorry, ways to be grateful. This list can go on and on. And so do make yourself a gratitude list daily or use the download that I've provided for you as well. So moving right along, the next tool I would like to share for you is to practice self-care for your physical, emotional, social, and spiritual health, mind, body, heart, and soul, all four aspects of self-care. It is important to be taking good care of yourself when you are going through something difficult. And I know right now that might feel really, really challenging because everyone is home in your house and you might not be able to find time alone. It just might feel more challenging than normal, but it is still vital. And so make a list of what you need to do for yourself, for your self-care, and keep in mind those categories of your physical body, your emotional well-being, your social well-being, and your spiritual well-being. And we should be doing things from this list daily. So examples, do you need to soak in a nice relaxing bath? Do you need to go take a walk outside? Please don't skip exercise right now. That's really important actually for resilience and stress, right? Do you need to get lost in a really good book, something that's fiction and not real? Do you need to schedule some meditation time for yourself or a nap? Do you need to journal out some of your worries and feelings so you can get them out of your head? I would definitely recommend that if you're having a lot of worry, journaling them down and getting them out of your head would be great. Uh, What about calling a friend? We should all be calling our friends regularly, checking in with them right now, right? Um... Even if you're introverted, you probably are feeling the missing of your friends. And I know our extroverted friends are really struggling with all of this. So calling a friend, checking in, texting them. Um, Also watching any services that your church might be offering online. We did that this Sunday. Our family watched the Palm Sunday Mass and 
it's not the same, but it really does still help you feel connected in that way. And so that, you know, that was self-care for me. And so these are just a few ideas to get you thinking, but what do you need? What in your life do you need to be doing on a daily basis so that you can feel fulfilled in mind, body, heart, and soul? What do you need to do? So make your list and work on it. And even though these seem like little small things, they all work together to create a whole self-care package for you. And that is going to help you be more clear-headed and able to handle the challenges that are before you and also stay physically present with your family because that is something I think we're all craving right now. We're around them a lot, but like, are you really around them? And although we need breaks, when we are spending time together, we want to be there and not stuck in worry and wishing that we had some time alone. So figure out what that looks like for you and definitely work on that because that would be good stress relief and good resilience building. So the fourth tool that I would like to share today is to stay connected to your friends and family. So there is a lot of research, as you probably know, that shows the healthiest and happiest people are well connected to their loved ones. We need our loved ones, especially in times of trouble. And so even though we can't necessarily visit people in person right now, we can use the technology like Zoom and FaceTime to connect virtually. I felt really blessed yesterday. I had three different friends reach out to me with a text and ask how I was doing. And it's interesting because I was actually having a sad day. And so those conversations helped buoy me up and let me know that I wasn't alone and it helped build up my hope. And I just felt the benefit of that resilience tool firsthand. And so I would encourage you, you know, enjoy the people who are reaching out to you, but remember that you can play a part in someone else's resilience. If God places them on your heart or on your mind, reach out to them and let them know that you're thinking about them because you could be helping them buoy them from a sad day that you don't even know they're having, right? So that's a really being connected, like relationships are the whole reason we're here on this planet earth. They are the most important thing. And so make it a point to stay connected however it feels good to you, to your family and friends. And especially if you're feeling low, don't hide. Get out there and reach out to someone that you feel safe letting know that you're having a really hard day because we are all in this together, right? Okay, so that was tip four. And then last, but not certainly the least, the fifth resilience tool that I want to share with you is to rely on your faith that God will bring you through the storm. Whatever that storm is looking like for you right now or feeling like, Remember that God does not promise that nothing bad will happen to us in this life. In fact, he tells us bad things will happen, but that he will be there to help us through it. For instance, Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. It helps us to be resilient when we can trust and believe that God will bring us through whatever we are going through. And so it is important to connect with God to help you build that belief. So you can do this in whatever way is most significant for you. Is it prayer or meditation or journaling or quiet time or getting out in nature or watching your church services online, maybe reading inspirational devotionals or volunteering your time or resources, reading the Bible is always good for inspiring scripture. Those are just a few ideas for you. And I put that one last because, um, not because it's least important. It is the most important and the first thing to do. But I wanted to really leave you with that. And that is part of why I love the way that I do my life coaching with my clients is because we work 
with that assumption of faith, and it helps us with every single problem. And so the five tools that I shared with you today that you can use to build your resilience are managing your mind, gathering your gratitude, practicing self-care, connecting with your family and friends, and building your faith. Now, these are not the only five ways to build resilience, so I would encourage you to pay attention to what works for you and design a resilience practice for yourself to get you through this time, and it will help get you through other times as well. So that's what I have for you today, and I know this is easier said than done, so reach out to me if you need help. I would love to help you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Let me know if you have any specific questions, and remember to download your free daily gratitude journal. I will put the link for you in the show notes and then join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you and I'll see you next week.